Hello, my name is Jamal Hegwood, and you're listening to the Life Sucks Podcast. What's up, guys? If you don't know, my name is Jamal Hegwood, and I'm just a guy living life documenting the journey and hoping that something I say impacts you in a positive, positive way. Hey, I'm here to encourage you and to give you hope that tomorrow can be much better than today. With that being said, today we will be hitting on something that falls under our finances category entitled, Wait Till I Get My Money Right. Last week, we learned that we were created to solve heaven's problem. And as long as we're alive, that means there's someone somewhere that needs something that we have. This week, we will discuss the importance of what I like to call healthy money and how it can catapult you into your future. This week, I want to help you start to look at your financial health as something that is vital to your well-being and growth. Without it, you're going nowhere. So let's dive in. Hey, everybody wants to be a millionaire. It's on all the vision boards and it's in all the daily journals, all the gold journals. It is our reward. We want peace and financial freedom. No worries, no struggles, no frustrations. People don't like having to live paycheck to paycheck. They don't like having to take out loans and ask for favors. The truth is, more money would make life so much easier. Right? You know where this is going. Wrong. The truth is simple. You are not ready for what you think you want. So let's talk about it. One of the most irritating things for me to hear is people say, money is the root of all evil. And usually people that say this have no money. But what frustrates me about this saying is that what they are attempting to quote does not say that at all. They're misquoting a scripture that is found in the Bible, and the key word that they are omitting, uh, either consciously or subconsciously, is very important to the understanding of the overall verse. The scripture can be found in 1 Timothy chapter 6, and at the 10th verse. The English Standard Version of the Bible puts it this way. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with pangs. The message translation of the Bible says it like this. Lust or desire for money brings trouble and nothing but trouble. Going down that path, some losing their footing in the faith completely and live to regret it bitterly ever after. It is not money that is the root of all evil, but it is the love of money that is a root of all kinds.
kinds of evil. There are many roots to many different sorts of evil. Money is not the main source or the main reason for evil. Neither is money the only source or the only reason for evil. It's the love of money that can be one root that could lead you into different evil things. Here's the truth. Money makes the world go round. Without money, there would be no structure. There would be no organization. It is the way of the world. And it's not a bad thing. Most people that try to vilify money only vilify it because they don't have it. See, what most people don't understand is that money is meant to help you. It's meant to catapult you further into destiny and purpose. One of the first things I learned is that it is very hard to live in destiny with no money. I will say that again, and I hope you write that down. It is very hard to live in destiny with no money. So if you feel like God is telling you to do this or to do that, and you have no money, you may want to rethink about it. Now, I'm not saying that situations have to be perfect monetarily for God to move, but destiny does take money. So you're either going to have to have that money or God is going to have to provide that money for you. But either way, destiny requires money. There is no way for you to live in destiny for free. It simply does not work that way. See, the reason why destiny costs money is because dreams cost. Dreams are not cheap, and they don't come for free. Dreams, destiny, purpose require that you put in some form of investment. This is why most people never succeed. It's either one, because they have an improper view of money, and two, because of that improper view, they never learn how to properly invest in their future, their destiny, their purpose, or their dreams. I have been one to have tons of dreams and ideas. I have so many business plans written out and ideas jotted down. I've started things and they've all ended. Some saw success and some were complete flops, but they all taught me different lessons. One thing that I can say is that each dream I invested some amount of time, especially money, and also a high level of energy. See, there was an investment in there was an investment in my destiny, and there will continue to be one for as long as I live. So, here's what you have to understand. In order to see the importance in investing in your future, in your destiny, in your dreams, in your purpose, you first have to look at money the correct way. 
we first have to see money for what it truly is. The reason why you're living paycheck to paycheck, the reason why you're working four jobs just to make ends meet, the reason why you're struggling with your bills and your rent and your children is simply because you do not view money in the correct way. So, what is the correct way to look at money? It's simple. Money is a tool. Just like a hammer helps to build a house and an engine helps power a car, money helps to build and power your future. The problem that most people run into is that they view money from the wrong perspective. And the reason why people view money from the wrong perspective is simply because they've never had it. Or if they did have it, they let money control them instead of them controlling their money. Here's a prime example. I'm not the richest man in the world, but I am blessed. And I like to think that I'm blessed because of my money management skills. I tell people all the time, my, finance, my financial advisor is God. He tells me what to do, when to do it, what purchase to make, where to invest, how much to save, what to spend my money on. He leads me and guides me. I think this is very important for anyone because you have to understand that your money is not yours. It's God's. He provided the opportunity for you to work that job. He provided the opportunity for you to get that promotion. He provided that opportunity to you. So the least you could do is allow him to be your God and what you are going to do with that money. For me personally, I love to budget. And this is actually fairly new. Because if you would have talked to me a couple years ago, I would have told you, forget a budget. I'm going to go get these new shoes. I'm going to shop. And then I'm going to be at a restaurant every single day. Uh, because that's what was important to me. Blowing my money and, and being a big boy. But then I started to assess how much money I was actually spending on frivolous things, on things that had no value, on things that could not reciprocate back to me. Um, and that actually began to, to frustrate me and, and sadden me a little bit because it literally felt as if I was allowing opportunities to slip through my hands. If you ever want to get convicted or if you ever need the energy or the motivation to get your act together in regards to budgeting, simply get some receipts together. Go through your, your um, transaction report for your bank and look at how much money you spend on completely.
necessary things. Go and do it for like the last six months. So check and see for the last six months, what have I spent money that I did not have to? Add all of that up and see what you come up with. I remember there was one point where I had added up how many times I used uh, a delivery service for food in a month. So uh, I tallied it up, and I think I did it for like five months, and um, I had added everything up. And what I noticed was that I literally spent a car note's worth of money uh, for food delivery services, and it slapped me in the face. Um, And I immediately began to think, what would happen if I put that money towards actually saving up for a new car or towards actually saving up for my future or towards my debt? Maybe it could have been paid by now. So it's really trying to look at what you're doing, look at what you have and look at what you're spending and learning how to put those things in the right place it's learning how to shift your perspective when it comes to money here is the key money works for you you don't work for money whenever i budget the first thing i do is i ask the lord what do you want me to do with this where do you want this money to go Some people laugh at me, but I do do this. The first thing that I do anytime I get paid, but before I make any purchase, I don't buy Starbucks. I don't buy a meal. I don't don't even allow an automatic payment to come out. The first thing that I do is pay my tithe. I give God my 10%. And that's me telling my heart, but also telling my bank account who we serve. I make sure that it's the first thing that we do. It's the first thing that comes out. And then I obviously take care of all of my uh, needs of living, expenses, bills, and things of that nature. Those are next. And then I allocate uh, money for food. I allocate money for shopping. And then I allocate money for saving as well. Here is some advice to you. Number one, don't just budget, but stick to your budget, okay? I actually just tried out this new amazing app called the Every Dollar app. It's really cool. It's really amazing. You can set, it's simple to set up, and uh, it really, really helps you with your budgeting. And it's one thing to budget. But it's a whole nother thing to stick to that budget. So the Every Dollar app actually helps you stick to that budget. And it really helps you to see how much money you should have left over. Okay? The next thing I would tell you to do is no matter your age, no matter where you are in life, no matter what your job is, you need to begin saving. You need to begin saving. Because here's the thing. You do have a future. You do have a future. And you have to show yourself 
and others that your future is important to you and it's important enough for you to save for. See, the issue that most people have and the reason why most people end up having poor financial stewardship is because they are so selfish. Here's what I understand is that I know that it's not going to be just me for too long. I don't want to wait until I have children to start saving for them. I don't want to wait until it's too late and, and an emergency comes or an unforeseen event comes for me to try and scrounge together money or scramble together money. But I want to meet my future and be prepared for it. Here's a honest tidbit of truth. I will never forget a day <laughs> in middle school. Uh, we were at school and one of my teachers, she talked about, you know, how she had went to school, she went to college, and how her parents had a college fund. Um, and she had went to school and did, you know, uh, her college, her, her schooling, and, and she didn't have to worry about money. And I'll never, I promise to God, this is a true story. I'll never forget going home uh, that evening. And I was sitting on the stairs and my dad was ironing because we were about to go to an event. And we were talking about college. And I was telling him, you know, I really want to go to college. I was excited from that conversation. And I said, and my dad said, well, son, you know, you got to you got to you got to stay on top of your grades and, you know, and do really good in school so that, you know, you can get a scholarship and, and, and colleges could be calling you to, to pay for it. And I said, oh, that's OK. I said, you guys have a college fund. It'll, it'll come out of my college fund. And the laugh that my father left, <laughs> it was it was uncanny. I mean, he just laughed so hard uh, and then ran in, in my in there in the master bedroom of my mama's and said babe babe you, you, did you hear what he just said did you hear what your son just said and it had me repeat it to my mom and I'm confused I'm like what what's so funny what do you mean uh, okay what you know and he said son you don't have a college fund you know we, that's just we don't have that don't have that for you we're not there now my parents were well off I lacked for nothing they did great both parents had amazing jobs both parents did amazing um, and, and, and made sure that me my brother and my sister lacked for nothing but I think that was the first time that I was really kind of hit with reality and I made it a vow that that won't be the story for my kids. My kids won't have to worry about who's going to pay for college. They won't have to worry about an inheritance. They won't have to worry about something being left behind for them. Why? Because I'm not waiting until it's too late to start. I'm starting now. I haven't had a child. I'm not even close to having a child. But I'm 
already prepared for my child. And that's what you have to do. You have to get out of yourself long enough to start to think of the people that will come from you. That's how important this is. That's how important getting your money right now is. It's important because not only do you have a future, but the people coming from you have a future, has a future as well. Okay? So here are five simple tips I'm going to end this with um, to help you get your money right. Tip number one is change the way that you look at money. Money is a tool to be used to move you into your future. And when you change the way you look at money, it will then give you the space to be able to take your money more serious. Okay? That's tip number one. Change the way you look at money. Tip number two is remember who gave you money. Okay? Put God first in your finances. Find you, if you don't already do it, find you a good church to tithe to, to give your 10% to, and do not slack on it. Make that 10% a mandatory bill, just like you have to pay your electricity, just like you have to pay the gas bill, just like you have to pay your rent, just like you have to pay your mortgage. Pay your tithe and make it a priority. Make it the first thing that you do to remind yourself that this is never going to change. This is a non-negotiable. This is something that I do because God is first in my finances. Okay, that's tip number two. Tip number three is budget and stick to your budget. Okay, find the every budget, uh, every dollar app. Uh, there's another app called the Mint app that I use as well. Both of those apps um, can actually be connected to your bank accounts so that you can get a more accurate view of what you're spending, where you're, where, where it's going, things of that nature. If you are more so a manual person, there's another app called the Fudget app that I use as well um, where you can enter everything manually and you're able to look at it and assess it and things of that nature. But be sure to set a budget for every paycheck. Set a budget for every single paycheck and begin to stick to that budget. What a lot of people fail to do is they can make the budget, but then when that money get in that account, it's a whole nother story and they don't stick to it. So make sure that you make the budget, but then set up accountability so that you are actually able to stick to it. So maybe, you know, if you're a married couple, uh, set the budget together and hold each other accountable. You know, if you have a, a trusted friend or even your parents, let them know about your budget so that you can begin to, uh, to, to stay accountable to that budget. So that's step number three. Find a budget or make a budget and stick to it. Step number four, save, 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 save. I don't care how young you are. I don't care how old you are. Begin to save money. And here's the thing. Save just because. You know, a lot of people are able to save for a car or in order to move or for a specific thing. Save just to save and create multiple savings accounts, okay? So have a savings account for your future children. Have a savings account for vacations. 
have a savings account for emergencies. Find different things to save for and just begin stowing money away and don't take from it. Put the money away and leave it. Here's a tip to keep you from not going in the cookie jar, okay? Do not get a savings account at the same bank as your checking account, okay? It's okay to it's okay to have a savings account at the same bank or connected to your checking account, but it is much wiser to get a savings account at a different bank so that it's uh, harder for you to take money out and put it because a lot of times if you have a checking and a savings account that's linked together at the same bank, it's easier for you to just transfer money out of your savings into your checkings. So if you want it to be a little bit harder, a little bit more difficult, go ahead and get a savings account at a different bank so that it's harder for you to transfer money and dilly-dally and do all that, okay? That's tip number four. Save, 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 save. Tip number five is twofold. Buy and invest. Buy and invest. Buy and invest. What do I mean by this? When I say buy, I'm not talking about clothes and shoes and things of that nature. I'm essentially talking about Okay, look for things that can give back to you. All right. What you have to understand is that money is not just a tool, but it is also a weapon. And what you have to see is that you are losing the war if you do not own. Let your money work for you by owning something. Go out and find you a piece of land. Go out you and, and, and find you a house that you can redo and rent or resell. Do something, but buy and invest. Let your money start working for you. Okay? What I want you to understand is that you are never going to reach your future if you don't handle your finances well. Why is this important? It's important because dreams do cost. And it is very hard for you to reach destiny with no money. I'll say that again. It is very very hard for you to reach destiny with no money. You can be a millionaire. You can be a billionaire. If you put in the work, fight to see it, I'm pretty sure that you can reach it. But here's one thing that I know to be true about God. He will never give you something that he knows you won't be able to handle. Steward what you have now well and he will know that he can trust you with what he wants to give you. If you can manage the little that you have now 
and treat the little that you have now like millions. You can know that you can handle it when the millions come. So let's sit back and let's wait. But while we wait, let's get our money right. Because the future is definitely calling. Be encouraged. Thanks so much for tuning into episode four of the Life Sucks podcast entitled Wait Till I Get My Money Right and laboring with me through my sickness. Today we learn that money is a tool that is meant to be used to propel us into our future. It's not evil and it's not a villain, but it's actually meant to be an asset. Every week it is my goal to give you some kind of action item. So this week's action item is to use those five tips to help you get your money right. Tip number one was change the way you look at money. Number two was put God first in your finances. Number three was budget and stick to your budget. Number four was save, 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 and save. And number five was buy and invest. Remember that your money is not only a tool, but it's also a weapon. And it needs to be used to help catapult you into where you need to be. Be sure to come back next week to see what's being talked about. We will be uploading new episodes every Monday. We are committed to making sure that you start your week off the right way. If you don't know already, this podcast is here to help you learn from yesterday, maximize today, and conquer your future. I'm so excited for what your future holds, and I hope that what I have to say helps you in some way. And always remember, life can suck, but it doesn't have to suck forever. The choice is yours. Be encouraged. (laughs) 